Hey there, and welcome to Unabashed You. We're here to encourage you to become who you already are through inspiring conversations with extraordinary everyday people like you and me. We have courage to show up in our own lives, believing in ourselves more, unapologetic for who we are. Feeling generous? Consider leaving a review, subscribing, and or sharing episodes. It matters. That algorithm is a real thing, and we do this with support from you. Find us at unabashedyou.com for episodes, blogs, social media links, and to be on our email list. When in doubt, type in unabashedyou to find us. And now for the woman who can't wait to know just a little bit more about you, Rochelle Condi now. To the women listening, there are so many fears we can be struggling with as women, thinking we're not good enough, feeling less than, plagued by self-doubt, and not knowing how to step forward with courage. Consider UI Coaching to learn the strategies to take your life into the next chapter with confidence. Reach out through our website and become more of who you already are. Now, on with the show. You take a late bloomer, full of hope and promise. She falls in love at a dinner party, and next comes the desire to become a family and to have children. Sometimes it goes smoothly, easily, and sometimes there are unexpected twists and turns. For Nina Cowan, she got the unexpected kind. Fertility issues, IVF, a miscarriage, a stillbirth, and a broken heart. Hello, Nina, and welcome to the show. Hi, Rochelle. Um, <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me to your oh, podcast. I cannot wait to hear about your story. I, I just know that it's full of twists and turns and depth and insight and joy, which I, I can't wait to get to. Is there anything you want listeners to know uh, before we get started here? Well, you know, I am currently a fertility coach, a certified fertility coach, and that kind of is going to go into, you know, play into my story, um, which I won't get into just yet. But um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at in my life right now. I am uh, in my, I'm about to turn 50, if you can believe it or not, this year. Um, Good for you. Thank you. (laughs) I have a two two and a half year old daughter, an amazing husband uh, that's ex military, and we live uh, in Florida. So, oh, that's some, that's some great info to get started. <laughs> Wonderful! Can't wait to hear more. All right, three words you would use to describe yourself. Wow, um, I would say you know determined. Um, I'm really passionate, especially in my life right now. At my lifetime right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would say humble. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's yeah. such a good word. That is such a good word. And I, I think sometimes we, that's kind of one of those words that we need to kind of bring back, like not only the word itself, but what it means and to yeah. embody that. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't really take anything for granted. And I just, I'm so grateful that all the gifts that are presented towards me, and I don't mean like actual physical gifts, but there's just so many 
you know, blessings that I've had in my life and I don't take it for granted. And I, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, part of who I am now. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. And that's a beautiful way to look at things to, you know, cultivate that, that attitude of thankfulness. And so I I appreciate that about you already. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Have you ever, (laughs) have you ever played this? You say three things. One of those things is not correct. And I see if I can tell which one is which. Okay. So, uh, first one, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, the second one is I, um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> um, I'm growing out dreadlocks. <laughs> and the third one is I have been married before. So this is my second marriage. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Gosh, these are fun. These are fun. Okay. And then, you know, so my thought process before I make my decision, okay, obviously you could be from Wisconsin, you could be from anywhere, right? So I'll set that one aside. You're growing out dreadlocks. Now, I don't know, because you have this beautiful wrap on right now. So I don't really know what's going on with that hair (laughs) under there. So that's entirely possible. And as you said, almost 50, I think it's possible you've been married once before. So I'm going to go with you are not from Wisconsin as the lie. Uh, nope. You it's were true. wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, so I'm from Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you are from Wisconsin. Okay. Let's yeah. take him down. Okay. Growing out dreadlocks. Is that true? That is true. That is true. Okay. You're yeah. growing them out. Okay. I am. I started my uh, lock journey in November. So you can see a little piece. So they're, <laughs> okay. they're baby locks right now. Uh-huh. So yes, I'm growing out dreadlocks. Okay. I'm, I'm embracing my natural hair right now. So. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> Love that. Okay. And so you have not been married before. No, no. Oh, so this, this, this was the lie. And so the, the husband you have now is your one and only, which is one and only. wonderful. And it doesn't always go that way, but good for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. All Started right. Later in life. So, okay. Well, how fun. I, I, again, I just can't wait to get into your story. One of your favorite movies of all time. Oh my goodness. Let's see. One of my favorite movies, I'm going to say, um, I've got several. You uh, mention a couple, two, three, whatever you want. <laughs> there's, there's no wrong answers there. Okay. You know, it, it's, I am so bad with names and titles. So let me try to, you know, refresh my memory here. Okay. Um, but uh, Cloud Atlas is one of my favorite movies. It's and funny I, you should mention that because I was just thinking about that movie the other day. Oh, my oh were goodness. you? I was. I was thinking, why was that so confusing? That's actually the thought <laughs> process I had. Okay. Why do you like that movie? Well, I've been watching a lot of uh, near-death experiences on YouTube lately, and, and I, I don't know. I just feel a connection, and one of the um, people that was um, being interviewed had said that, you know, he had this near-death experience where he was uh, shown the many different lives that he was living, but at the same time. So oh, that wow. just, it piqued my interest. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Okay. Uh, and another movie you wanted to mention? Um, I am really into, um, you know, and, you know, um, apocalyptic movies. Okay. Yeah. So another one is, and actually it's a a series 
Um, but it's called um, Black Summer. <laughs> Never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's about zombies. <laughs> oh, zombies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a zombie fanatic. So. Okay. Well, you <laughs> know you what? It. That's fun. It's a it's an escape. It's a you know a, a time to be entertained and have fun and and be scared, but safe scared. I would call right? that. You know, it's it not real scared. It's safe scared. Yeah. It's safe. Behind the yeah. screen, I'm in my bed and my jammies just watching it. But it's, yeah, super entertaining to me. <laughs> oh, that and, you know, we learned quite a bit about you just just in that reveal that uh, you like um, kind of off the beaten track, I would say, because Cloud Atlas was not considered a success, although obviously there are people who really enjoyed it, you being one of them. And then. Yeah apocalyptic movies that's uh you know there's a place for that but I, that's not yeah a mainstay and I just yeah. love that people get to be themselves you get to like what you like and enjoy it and it's wonderful absolutely it's just my it's my thing that's how I roll right good for you yeah. I love yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> and a, a person that inspires you I'm sure I'm there are many but who, who is somebody you want to share with us today yeah, I'm going to say uh, Oprah. I, I started yeah. watching her. Started watching her after I got out of a bad relationship. Um, I started watching her Super Soul Sunday. Of course, I watched her. Sh- you know her um, TV show, right? Uh, for a long time, but I really started getting into her Super Soul Sundays, and she's just ex- inspiring and helped me to make positive changes in my life at the time, because like I said, I was in this just awful <laughs> relationship and, um, I finally got out of it, but I was still reeling from, from being in it, you know, for so right. long. And, and, uh, yeah, she's just, I love her vibe. She just speaks to my heart. So, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and isn't it interesting that somebody that we actually don't even know, in real life and likely are not going to even connect with in real life can have that kind of impact. I mean, clearly she wants to be positive and she wants to sort of speak that into the people that, you know, look to her for some inspiration. And I think she has left a, a quite beautiful mark on many, many, many women and, um, and men too, but particularly women. And that, I've had, we've had a few people say Oprah, but I I think that's, (laughs) I think it's been a while. So it's nice to, it's nice to bring her back into the fold here. Oh yeah. She still has a show on uh, Apple TV now where she interviews people. So uh, she interviewed the Dutch and Duchess of Sussex recently. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But no, I just, I love the um, impact that she's made on so many people's lives and she walks the walk and talks the talk. Mm-hmm. So, very genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, a piece of wisdom you keep handy that you want to share with us. A piece of wisdom. Um, I would say <laughs> this is something that I uh, am learning right now. And um, it is to quote, um, just, you know, protect your peace. Ooh, what Any- does that mean to you? That's so interesting. Yeah, protect your peace. If if there's anything in life that is disturbing your peace, your happiness, your well-being, um then do something about it. 
set some boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, set some boundaries and let people know where you stand. And it's okay to do that. Yes. You know, totally yes. okay to protect right. yourself. And I am currently going through perimenopause and okay. that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going crazy for like the first six months. Um, I started having symptoms, but um, it's definitely one of the things that I had to really stick to because um, there's so many different challenges out in life, out there in life. And I want to be happy right now. Right. And no matter what. So it's either you or me. <laughs> I'm not going to sacrifice myself. Right. And I do remember on one of her shows, I mean, she has really doled out a lot of great wisdom. Uh, some of it, you know, sort of channeled through Maya Angelou, you know, her mentor, but I like, I remember one time her saying no, and that's a complete sentence. Yes. (laughs) It's like, it is, you don't have to convince the other person that your no is okay. I mean, that was, that was like permission, right? Because you're like, well, I don't know. No, I don't know because of this and that. And you know, you're you're scrambling, and you're 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 sure. not you're not you're not just like no. That, and what I I think I got this from her. No, that doesn't work for me. Just it's just true. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work for me. It's just yeah. That's it. I mean, you that's can it. say it very Done. kindly, but no, oh, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, that is a great one to keep handy. I love that one. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, love it. Um, all right, it's time to take our deep dive. Yay. And I know I am so excited, <laughs> Nina. I and it, you know, as much as we're not that crazy about the algorithm, right? I mean, sometimes the algorithm does kind of land some good things in your feed, and that's how I oh. I how I think we discovered each other. And yes. it was like, oh wow, she's you know, it's so interesting how you can just look at someone's picture and sort of read some of what they have to say. And you, mm-hmm. you instantly feel, um, you feel an attraction person to person that is like, Ooh, I guess it's maybe like the light in another person. There's like a radiance, sure. a spark, uh, something that's in there that, that you just, you, I'm, I'm compelled, I'm compelled to this wow. light. So, I do know that you're a fertility coach and I know you arriving there was a very difficult and painful chapter of your life. Do you, at what point do you want to start? How do you want to, how do you want to share with us your story? Sure. I will start from the beginning. Okay. Um, Like I said before, I got married, found my man, my hubby (laughs) later in life. We met at a dinner party and we were both in our forties at the time. Um, and te- we're both teachers. So he's military and a teacher. And I was just a teacher, you know, and we met at a dinner party one night and we had this attraction and we connected and the first kiss I was hooked <laughs> <laughs> on this guy, you know, and, you know, from there we started dating, but I told him, I said, listen, you know, I am I got a job in Abu Dhabi and I'm going to be teaching overseas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I told him and he's like, what? You're, oh. you're still leaving even after meeting me. And I said, I have to do it for myself. I'll always regret it if I don't go. Right. <laughs> wow. So he was like, all right. So we had a long distance relationship 
relationship. We spoke all the time. You know, we didn't miss a beat. We we seriously did not miss a beat. Um, and then when, while I was away, I knew that I wanted to have this man's children, you know? Aww. So I, I started prepping my body, taking all the supplements and reading all the books and doing all the things just to be prepared um, for what was to come. So come right. back home. And um, yeah, we ended up getting pregnant naturally. Oh, yeah, I was about 40 years old at the time. And uh, about a week after I found out I was pregnant, I started spotting and I'm mm. like, something's not right. So I went to mm. my acupuncturist and she just knew she knew what was to come. And I still I was in denial oh, at that point. Goodness. Yeah. So I had a miscarriage at about six weeks and um, it was extremely like physically painful because I did mm. not go and have a DNC because I had fibroid tumors mm. and mm. three, two myomectomies prior to that, where they took them out. So they had already done like a, a C-section cut incision right. and my acupuncturist was like, listen, I don't want you to have too much scarring. So you might want to think about, you know, just having the uh, fetus come out, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. And I wow. said fetus, but I think that's, I think that's wrong. Um, Cause I was at, like I said, six weeks, but, and it was just extremely emotional, very painful. Yes. And um, I stupidly went back to work, right. Thinking oh. I was okay. And I went back to work the next day, be bopping around. And uh, I, it just hit me at work and I just started crying. It was so difficult for me, you know, because normally I'm the person that pulls myself up by my bootstraps. Mm-hmm. And emotionally, I was just, I was done for, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what I thought at the time. So I struggled with that and managed to rebound. And about, I don't know, maybe a year or two later, I ended up getting pregnant again through IVF. So we chose IVF because of my, our, my age uh-huh. and uh, went to New York, flew to New York, got pregnant on the second try. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like I just knew, you know, all the women in my family have like, you know, three kids and up. I just knew I was going to be fertile. Everything was going to work out. I'm like, yes, my second try. This is great. Oh. And, um, six months down the line, I, I had this, 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 this intuition that something wasn't right. There was no pain. There was nothing going on that would have led me to believe um, that I, the pregnancy would end in a stillbirth. Uh, Mm. but I, yeah. So, so I went a couple days just with this really weird feeling and I finally get to the doctor and they're like, oh, everything's fine. Mm. Your daughter's moving. She's swallowing fluid. Everything's great, you know. Mm. Uh, and then after this, the sonogram, I left with this sick feeling in my stomach. Like I, I just knew, you know, I wasn't settled with the with the scan. I just wasn't, even though I saw her move, you know. Right. So that weekend, uh, I just remember uh, still having that same feeling. And then by Tuesday, my I contacted the doctor. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I'm feeling her move. You know, I've tried eating sweets and drinking cold liquid and nothing's happening. So 
Um, I didn't tell them that right away. Like I called them, they didn't answer. And then all of a sudden my phone is dialing them. I, it, my phone was probably like in my pocket or something. So my oh. phone comes calling them and I'm like, Hey, oh. Hey, listen, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I wanted to call you. I'm not really sure if I should come in. I was just there, you know, last week. Um, they're like, come in. I was five minutes away. So I went and looked at the scan. They scanned me and the, um, technician left. Didn't say a word. She went and got the doctor and I just closed my eyes. And I just, I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Mm. And I'm thinking myself, I can't do this again. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself through this. My husband through that. Like it was just awful. Mm-hmm. So my husband meets me up there and, and, uh, it was, it was pretty devastating. So it took me, I ended up seeing like a hypnotherapist afterwards to try to get past the grief so that we could try again, because there was, a, after about a month, I said, all I want to do is try again. That's all I want to do to my husband, you know? Okay. So we, we had more embryos at the clinic. And, uh, so we started trying again. But when I went back to school, because I took several months off, but when I went back to school, I was a wreck. I was a mm. mess. I was a mess. I started the school year and it just wasn't okay. You know, mm. my spirit was low. Um, anytime I saw someone that was pregnant, I would just start bawling out in public. I mean, it was, oh, yes. it was awful. It was an awful existence. and. um then one of my friends, I walk in to pick my kids up from lunch and I'm like, is she pregnant? She had like a little bump and she, and she, and I checked with my, uh, my team members and they said, yeah, she's pregnant. They didn't want to tell me. Aww. So I said, well, I'm going to go to my classroom and cry my eyes out right now. <laughs> and that's exactly oh, what man. I did. Um, my principal who had miscarried two, uh, two babe twins at the time, um, or before my situation, she came to my rescue and consoled me and took about an hour and a half for me to get myself back together again. And, uh, about a year later, fast forward a year later, I ended up getting pregnant again through IVF and, um, I don't know exactly how I felt at the time, but I was screaming it, you know, to the rooftops. It was thanks. It was the night before Thanksgiving that I found out. Okay. (laughs) A lot to be thankful for. (laughs) Right. Oh, I was like, you know, calling my mom and they were cooking food that night. Called my brother, sending text messages. I just wanted the world to know I was pregnant again. And even if I had, I wasn't even thinking about having another loss, but even if, I I just didn't want to keep it a secret, you know, Mm. until like the three month mark. I just said, you know, what the heck? I've been through the worst of the worst. Right. I'm letting everybody know. (laughs) Right. You know, that's so interesting because I I think a lot of people would have chosen the opposite route. Like, oh, we don't want anyone to know yet. But, you know, you're right in the sense that people knowing or not knowing is not going to change the outcome. I mean, you, you clearly are taking good care of yourself. You're going to do everything that's possible on your end. And then however it goes as it goes is how it goes as it goes. Right. 
Right. Because I'm the one that's going to be left with, you know, the, the long-term effects of having another loss, you know, and I just didn't want my mind to go there. And, you know, with the first, with the stillbirth, you know, my friends, oh my gosh, the outpouring of love that I received from them was just, I can't even Mm -hmm. put it into words because (laughs) they made me want to be a better person. Right. You know, I had a friend that was a doc that is a doctor who would work third shift and she would come and meet me in the morning right after work and we would take a walk, we would have brunch, and she knew what I needed. I needed time and space with my friends to be loved on and all of that. And uh yeah, she sacrificed time for me, even though she was dead dog tired, you know. And isn't um, that really that what is so important when the people you love are in need? And, and, you know, it's loving somebody often is some kind of a sacrifice, a sacrifice of time or energy or resources or whatever it is. And I also truly believe that love does. I mean, she wanted to do and she did something that was so precious to you, which is being just being 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 together absolutely and i just you know from the outpouring of love that i received from my friends i thought to myself wow i don't want any other person to have to go through this process alone it was just you know i learned so much from that experience and that got my wheels turning about how I can help and service other people and maybe even help heal them, you know, right. in the future. So, you know, I went Love on it. to, yeah, like it, it was just, it was, it was so powerful that I just, it was, it was a very powerful experience. And I, and I, re, I, I don't know, I believe that some things happen for a reason and I'm not going to say, I, I don't want to throw that out there to all women that have had a loss because they don't want to hear those words, right? But in my situation, I do feel personally that it did happen for a reason. Right. Um, and that's so a really good on. way to put it. That's a really good way to mm-hmm. put it, Nina, that that's how you identify, how you explain and describe that situation for you, but you're not going to put that on someone no. else. And and I would take it a step further in the sense that I maybe believe this too, um, like from a spiritual point of view, like things are not wasted, you know, right. it, it, you know, it, you know, it's often these painful, tragic situations, especially when they happen to someone as loving as yourself, who really wants to, who's really open and wanting to make good out of this, that that very thing can happen. And I think that if you trace back many of the good things that happen out there in the world, especially when you talk about like um, charities or, or even beyond that, you'll trace the events all the way back to, well, yeah, that's because I went through this experience that was very heartbreaking and I wanted to, I wanted to turn it around. And so I think yeah. it is just so beautiful. It's so beautiful that you've taken the hardest thing, really, actually, these two losses and turn it into something beautiful. So I'm I'm assuming based on my own little Instagram sleuthing (laughs) that when you were pregnant that day before Thanksgiving and you told everyone that 
you were able to take that pregnancy all the way to birth. Is that correct? To uh, that is a beautiful, healthy. You're right. Oh, that's you're right. So my little, my my angel, my blessing. Um, I, um, yeah, she's she's a gift, and I actually had a dream before uh, I I gave birth to her and um, but actually right before I found out I was pregnant with her Mm. and in the dream, these people (laughs) were standing in front of me and they said, listen, um, we're sending her back to you. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that wild? It's a wild dream. And then a a few days later is when I found out I was pregnant with her. So, you know, I don't know what other people believe, but what I believe, Mm -hmm. um, I believe that was a a message, you know, from, from beyond saying here, here's your other, here's your baby. Right. And that's why, that's why I say, like, I feel like it happened for a reason. And, you know, so she's two and a half going (laughs) on 30. (laughs) <laughs> uh she's a spitfire she knows what she likes she's very strong and she debates with me even at two and a half years old and I love it <laughs> wow um but yeah we had her back in July a couple couple two and a half years ago and she's just an amazing uh this amazing little soul that just brings joy has brought joy to so many people's lives that's so beautiful. I love it. It's just, you know, and, and you sort of started this process, you said around 40, correct? And um, you had her just a couple years ago. So this has been, you know, quite a few years in the making. So it must yes. just taste and feel so sweet to be at this place. And I imagine that you are really Absolutely. sitting in the cherishing of it. Yeah, I, you know, I definitely am. There are definitely, there are two sides to this. I am grateful. I love her so much with all my heart. And I am just, I am in bliss, but there are those times where I don't necessarily think about the incidents specifically, but I know they have taken a toll on me um, in a sense and it it has you know affected my um uh sense of who i am which mm-hmm. i'm not the same person that i was before uh i remember feeling extremely insecure about a year ago um i was just i was reeling i was something was going on and i wasn't mm-hmm. okay okay um but I ended up speaking to a friend of mine who uh, is in, lives in Long Island. She's a life coach. And one day I just remember telling her just a piece of what was going on with me. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to do an intake on you uh, so you can figure out, you know, what your core values are. And maybe that'll help. So she did this two and a half hour long oh, core value. Uh, it was long, but it was really interesting. And after the session with her, I felt so much lighter. I felt so much better about myself. I'm like, look at who I am. Mm. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm not the person. Yeah, I just, 
you know, I kept telling myself, you know, negative things. I was inputting negative things about who I was. And um, because it just, it just wasn't all easy. It wasn't. And it left a, a scar, you know, that I, I knew I needed to heal in some way. And right. she did the intake and wow. I mean, the, my, some of my core, one of my biggest core values was like empower Like I love to empower other people, not just mm-hmm. women. Right. But um, one of my friends the other day asked me, cause I wanted to help her start her own business. And she's like, why are you doing this for me? Wow. And I said, because I care about you. I care about your well being, And I, <laughs> I want what you want, <laughs> you know? Uh, so that's why I, you know, I help, I try to help as much as I can. Um, but that intake did wonders for me. The uh, regular talk therapy wasn't doing it. Okay, and as a matter of, yeah, as a matter of fact, it was kind of, um, I don't want to, it was a little traumatizing for me with the activities that my therapist wanted me to do okay. participate in which was uh, like exposure therapy, like exposing myself to the things that I was thinking about, which I didn't, I wanted to stop thinking about the things that I was thinking about, you know? And I'm like, I can't, I'm injuring myself. I'm not, I can't do this. (laughs) So that got the ball rolling with um, me starting to um, heal. And I have found that by servicing others, it has helped to heal my soul. Yes, that is so. <laughs> that is such a good point. I, and and I and I don't remember the expression, but basically, if you're feeling down, look for something to do for somebody else. You know that that get outside of yourself for a minute and yes. be, be of service, and <laughs> you will you reap some really beautiful, unexpected uh, gifts through that. Okay, so tell us now how you went from. Okay, you had your daughter. And, um, you, you, you went through a lot to get to that place. When did you make the shift to coaching? Cause obviously you, you know what other people go through. You, you've been there yourself. And so how, how did, how did that show up for you? Well, okay. So, uh, my friend Scully that did the intake on me, it was just such a beautiful experience. That at the end of it, I said, this is what I want to do, uh-huh. but for women that are trying to get pregnant. Wow. And she's, she's been my coach and my mentor. She helped get me started. She helped to build me up. I mean, I was like, this is what I want to do. Oh. And within a couple, uh, within a month, probably less, I found a program that resonated with my core values. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I signed up right away. And um, I'm a graduate of Fertility Coach Academy um, wow. as of last summer. So that's, that's what got the ball rolling. Cause I just it's like, wow, because I, I couldn't, I knew I wanted to help. Like I knew that I wanted to help women. I just didn't know in what capacity and how to get right. started with that. Excellent. So Scully helped bring it all together for me. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So <laughs> isn't that wonderful when you kind of find that thing? I mean, you, you've, you know, I think we all have lots of things that we can do throughout our lives. And at different times, they feel very fulfilling and very, um, we feel very excited by them. And then maybe that was for a season. And now you're in a different season and you've had your daughter, 
you know exactly what loss is like, you know how long this road can be. And, and to find through this gift that your friend gave you, well, let's just do this. Let's, let's remind you of who you are. Right. right? And right. then from there, and she probably had no idea that you would end up saying, oh my gosh, I want to do this. And I want to do this oh, for no. women just like me. No. And I thank her all the time. And she's like, listen, I didn't do this. She's like, I didn't do this. I just provided the tools to help you get to where you needed to be, you know? That's beautiful. And uh, so, yeah, this is, I love what I'm doing. I just, it gives me so much joy, but also like you said, I know, I know what it's like. I know how these women feel. I know the loneliness. And, you know, I try to tell my clients like, you know, I am your, think of me as like your best friend that you can just contact anytime, night or day to ask me a question. We can jump on a call. We can video chat. I, I'll even go to their appointments with them if that's what they, if that's what they need. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I, uh. I got to be a fertility coach. <laughs> That's wonderful. So it's been um, a full year and it'll be two years coming up this summer or one year coming up this summer. It'll be one full year coming up, coming up this, this summer. summer. Okay. Yeah. And you know, what's so beautiful about that too is and in addition to everything else is that your daughter is going to see you serving uh-huh in this way without you really even having to point it out per se, you know, I mean, you you explain things to the kids at different ages that are age appropriate, but she's going to see that kind of care and love and tenderness you have for other women. And eventually she's going to know and understand her story and how mom and dad had a very long road to get, you know, to where she is. And, and, Gosh, how incredible, (laughs) truly, how incredible to be able to um, have her see that in her life. And that will just model for her, you know, service and taking hard things and turning them into good things. And, um, you know, it really matters. I mean, obviously, each person matters and finding that thing that only you can do and, and only the way you can do it is important to the rest of us. And that's really kind of in a nutshell what this show is about, like figuring out who you are, really right. get, get into who you are, and then share the thing, share the thing. We need you to <laughs> share the thing. I mean, it's just, and and don't you find that so many, and I'm going to say women, because I'm a woman, Yeah, kind of like somewhere along the, the way they kind of, um, maybe lose some of that drive or they settle or, you know, they just kind of get a little out of touch with some of what makes them who they are. And as years go on, the next thing, you know, it's like, Oh, all these years have gone on and wait a minute. (laughs) Right. Exactly. What happened in my life? (laughs) Right. And, you know, and obviously there are seasons, you know, sometimes like, you you know, you're in the throes of uh, having a young child and that looks very different than having a teenager or having uh, becoming an empty nester and and all of that. Um, But I just, again, I I love that you are, you've taken um, this very hard thing and you've, 
made something very beautiful out of it. And that's, and you know, yeah. it's great for you. It's great for your daughter. It's great for the women you work with. And, and of course your husband too gets to, he already knows what a, a wonderful woman you are, but you know, for him to, to see this too, it's just, it's just all good. It really, it truly is. And my husband has been so supportive the entire way through. Um, You know, he, I didn't want to go back into teaching uh, because I just knew it was going to take away too much time from my daughter, you know, and uh, raising her. And I I want to be present for her. Um, And he just said, listen, you know, we'll be fine. You know, you go ahead and do this, take the classes, all the things. And he's just, he's been so supportive the entire way through. Love him to death. And oh. uh, yeah, and and going back to, you know, my daughter, one of the things that I was uh, so passionate about when I was a teacher was, uh, you know, uplifting my students, letting them know that I truly cared about them, but also building them up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the things that I forgot <laughs> when I was, you know, in that that depression stage. But yeah, I want my daughter to know where she came from. I want her to see. I want her to be who she wants to be. Yeah. Without feeling fear. Um, I want her to have the courage. Like I, I was saying before, I was being funny, but also serious at the same time. She does debate with me and she'll tell me no about something, you know, and, or that didn't happen or that's not true. You know, it's been hilarious, but at the same time, you know, she's showing her strength and her power and I want her to be vocal and be her own voice without Mm -hmm. having to hold back, without mommy going, you know, sit down, you know, you be in, you know, stay in a child's place, be seen and not heard. I don't want that for her. I want her to grow into her power and her strength and be who she's going to be. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Where can people find you? People can find me um, on Instagram at Brookhaven underscore coaching. Um, I can also be found at brookhavencoach.com. Beautiful. Now, does Brooke have an E on it or no? It does not have an E on it. Um, okay, I want to make e. sure I get this right. Oh, okay, yes. It. And it, funny that you, okay, so I, I have to tell you the the reason behind the name of the company. Brooke is, Brooklyn was the daughter that I lost mm. through stillbirth and Haven is the daughter mm-hmm. uh, that I gave birth to. So I combined both part of their names for Brookhaven coaching. So oh, see that what a beautiful I've used that word a lot in this episode, but I think it's important. I think I'm using that word because of, of what that word means. That really is a beautiful legacy, a piece of legacy for both your daughters, for Brooklyn and also for Haven right. to, you know, um have named the company after them. That's that's really nice. cool. Really cool. Yeah, is there anything else that you want to say before we conclude here? Did you, is there anything um, you missed or? No, I think you covered all bases. Um, <laughs> all bases. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast. It was well, so much fun. I really appreciate you. I enjoyed it. And I really <laughs> appreciate you. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad to think that 
there will continue to be women who struggle with fertility. And it's also um, encouraging to know that there are people out there who will come alongside them and work with them and be supportive and encouraging to them through that journey, yes. just like you have been, just like the experience you had sure. and knowing what they need. That's just incredible. Well, you know, you know, I, I want to tell your listeners, like, you know, you are not alone, you know, in anything that you're going through, whether it's, you know, fertility issues, whether it's, you know, a job that you want to get out of or, you know, a relationship that you're not happy with, you know, you're not alone. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, you see my Instagram page and you see a lot of happy, happy, um, you, and you look at other people's pages and you're like, wow, you know, you, you, you get a false sense of what the world really is. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that have a story you wouldn't believe people right. with money, people without money. It, it just, it doesn't even matter. It hits everyone. And That's I right. think that it's really what you do with it. You know, I always say to myself, what can I learn from this? What are you going to do now? Now that you have this knowledge, now that you're aware, yeah. you know, um, now that you've experienced this, how, how is this going to help you? And how can you change this around if you're in a deep, dark place? Mm -hmm. So. Well, that is good news to my ear because I know that there there are people out there who struggle and I'm so glad that uh, there are other people out there that want to come alongside them because we've all been there at one point or another with whatever situation or another. There's nothing new under the sun, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, this has been an absolute joy, Nina. Thank you so much. For joining me in this uh, this conversation today, it, it's absolutely been my pleasure. Oh, thank you again, and I'm so happy to have done this with you. So, <laughs> thank you, Nina. Thank you. As you'll hear, Nina was eventually able to birth a daughter who is the light of her life, spunk and all. After the wild ride Nina endured, she felt it her sweet duty to help others who are going through the same kinds of things. She became a fertility coach. Nina wants to be there for those who need her and for each woman to know you are not alone. And now a prayer. Life is a gift. Breath is a gift. Help us to see the beauty in each face, to see the possibilities in each heart, and may we be there for one another. Amen. Be there for someone today. Be helpful. You can serve. Become who you already are.